Hi guys, and welcome back to Surviving to Thriving, a teen declassified school survival guide. Hey guys, welcome back. Sorry for posting a day late again. Our schedule's just been a little crazy with everything happening, and we're trying to get back on track, but we just had needed like a little adjusting period. We will post on Sunday, we promise next week. And for this episode, we just wanted to do like a short episode about things you can do while you're self-isolating and we wanted to put in stuff that we've done that's worked for us and like stuff we've heard along with some like usual ideas we also wanted to include some more unorthodox things just to give you guys some new ideas so yeah the first thing i'd say you guys could probably do is schoolwork because i know a lot of you guys probably have online schooling and i know at a time like this sometimes like it may not seem like a priority and you may just be really distracted from schoolwork because it just doesn't seem like the most important thing to do right now. But I don't know how you feel, Priya, but while I sometimes do get distracted, I feel like it's kind of a nice distraction from everything. Yeah, I think schools are trying to be understanding with the whole situation because there's so much going on that you can't help from getting distracted from doing your work. It could be a good distraction in a way, but... Obviously, if you feel like you can't work and you just need to relax and talk to friends or something, do that. So the second thing that I definitely recommend doing is decluttering and kind of renovating your environment, especially your room, since we're just spending a lot more time inside than usual because of self-quarantine. It's just really important to make sure that the space is somewhat clean. I kind of forgot, since I most of the time am not home as much as I am now, just how much your environment affects your mood and mental health. Like, I just felt really, like, mentally busy, if you know what I mean, because of my environment. So after I took the time to kind of throw out what I don't need and, like, go through my closet and kind of, like, just organize everything, I felt a lot better. And I definitely recommend doing the same if you haven't already. Funny enough, uh, like in the beginning of coronation, I was like, I'm, I have so much time, I'm going to clean my room. And I've actually been like keeping consistent with cleaning my room because I cleaned it a while back and I organized everything into like little like baskets and stuff. And I've been putting them in the baskets. And I'm like, wait, there's nothing to clean. What am I supposed to do now? I'm so proud of you, Priya. That's amazing. I think like most of my stuff is clean, but then I have that one drawer where you can kind of just throw stuff in. And I always try to like clean that drawer, but then I realize like you just need a drawer to put stuff in. And then a few months later, you keep cleaning it again. I've been keeping kind of diligent with cleaning, but not gonna lie, I haven't been doing as well as I expected to. So after this podcast, I'm probably gonna revisit (laughs) decluttering and kind of declutter my environment again because it's gotten a little bit out of hand since a couple weeks ago. The last thing I definitely recommend is just like FaceTiming or talking to your friends. I know that a lot of us like probably miss outside contact with non-family members at this point because, you know, like after going to school and then just seeing like all your friends every day, it's kind of hard to just do a complete 360 without any adjustment time. So make sure you like just keep in contact with people and don't isolate yourself because I feel like, like for me personally, like my friends have really helped me through this time, especially like FaceTiming them and talking to them. If you haven't called any of your friends recently after this podcast, like go ahead, call your friend. (laughs) And there's another thing called Netflix Party. Um, It kind of went viral on a TikTok 
but it's super fun. You can kind of like watch movies with your friends and I've used it a couple times and it kind of feels like you're doing it in person because you can like communicate while it's watching whatever movie or TV show you guys are watching. Yeah, I used to have movie nights really often with like two of my friends and obviously we can't do that anymore because in the beginning of communication because our school closed like a little earlier than other schools and self-isolation wasn't like really enforced at that time. We were like, oh, we can meet up and watch movies. And then a day later, it got a lot worse. And we're like, never mind. But a good way to also watch movies is through Zoom. And a lot of you are probably going to use it for your classes later. But basically, if you download the Zoom app, you can do the screen sharing thing. So that if only one of you has Netflix or if only one of you has like Hulu or some like video service, then you can look off of their screen basically and watch a movie together. And then it also shows like the FaceTime thing on the side. Oh, that's so cute. I actually might try doing that later. Our next thing is hobbies that we thought were really cool that you could take up because I feel like a lot of us usually don't have time for that. So our first hobby is cooking. And cooking can range from just like helping your parents making dinner and stuff. One thing I wanted to make over this break was mug cakes because they're like the really easy recipes where you can make like a brownie in your like in a mug or something and just throw it in the microwave and <laughs> that sounds exciting. I'd also recommend using Bon Appetit. It's kind of similar to BuzzFeed's Tasty, and they have some really good recipes there, and I'm going to try to do some fried chicken. Oh yeah, another recommendation is Sally's Baking Addiction. They don't only have like baking stuff, they also have just like regular meals. My sister and I use it a lot, and her food is super, super good. Like her recipes are really good. Our next hobby on the list is singing. Allie, do you want to talk about this? Because I don't really have a plan for learning how to sing. Um, yeah. So personally for me, I've been like singing a lot more than usual and it was kind of my new year's resolution. But what I've been doing in my free time now is like taking just small snippets of me, like singing a part of a song. And then my friends and I will like sing different parts of the song back and forth or just like sing different songs and then send it to each other on Snapchat. Oh yeah, my friends and I tried to do that like TikTok challenge where you send on Snapchat like video snippets and then you put it together and it makes like a song. It didn't go well, but we tried. Also, like I used to watch this YouTuber a couple months ago. His name was Tristan Paredes, I think. And he gave pretty good tips on how to like sing properly and use proper technique. I'm pretty sure he's a vocal coach, so you guys should definitely go check him out if you're interested in this. Oh yeah, there was like a week where I watched a bunch of his videos and uh, in that week I learned so many different like vocal terms and stuff and I felt like a true singer even though I can't sing at all. I haven't really watched him in a while so I'm not 100% sure about this but I'm pretty sure he had like a website or like a way you could get singing lessons from him and you could like pay for that. So yeah, if you're interested you should check that out too. Our next recommendation is playing an instrument. I personally have been playing guitar a lot more often. Um, it was probably on my New Year's resolution list or something way back then. But since I have time, I've been learning a lot of different guitar songs. And before I used to focus a lot on fingerstyle because that was my main goal while playing guitar. But I've actually been working on my other stuff because I kind of neglected the whole like strumming and learning how to play like basic chords and went straight to the more complicated stuff. So I've been taking it back and like actually making myself like structured lessons. Funny enough, I rediscovered the guitar that my older sister used to play like a really long time ago in our house. And I was planning on learning how to play it after this podcast and I just tuned it. So if you want to hear it. (laughs) 
I'm super excited and I'm definitely going to do that right after the podcast. So the next thing I'd recommend is learning a language. My little sister started learning French like via Duolingo and personally just a little pro tip if you guys don't like Duolingo some libraries actually pay for like expensive applications like Rosetta Stone and like the other language learning applications out there so you guys should definitely go check that out because I feel like those kind of offer a better quality learning. That's good because hot take but like Duolingo is actually a really bad website to learn languages because I've done it before and they teach you like random words like you'll know how to say like apple but you won't know any basic grammar structures or any like actual conjugations of verbs they'll just teach you like random verbs like you'll learn the word is but you don't know like what tense it is you don't know when you're using it you just know it no agreed so back in middle school when I was using Duolingo to learn French um I remember my mom was like, oh, let's have a conversation because my mom is somewhat fluent in French. And the first thing I said, I'm pretty sure, was like, je suis un pomme, which is I am an apple. And yeah, at that point, I just decided it would be better if I gave up because I clearly was not getting fluent in French anytime soon. But I am going to try restarting again. So yeah, the next thing I definitely recommend is working out more. I know personally I've been dedicating a lot more time to like staying physically fit. Um, so I've been like using a couple apps and also I've heard that some other companies have been making free fitness content. So Nike Training has made all of their premium content free and I've been doing a lot of their like core workouts and they're really, really good. They're so fun, but also like pretty challenging. And also another application called Down Dog. It's kind of a meditation app. And they made their content free until May. And I was talking to somebody and they were telling me that Peloton and Planet Fitness have been providing like free workout classes online. I usually work out at home through like random YouTubers. Uh, two I would recommend is Chloe Ting and Blogilates. I use them a lot. But now that we have time and now that we don't have to wake up super early in the morning, I've been able to go and runs more. And it's just kind of like a way to get out of your head because you're just running and you're around people. Well, you're not around people, hopefully, but you see people from across the street and it helps. Oh, agreed. I personally been going hiking a lot like by myself and also with my family along this nature trail that's near my house. And it's just super nice and calming. Another thing you could do is definitely take up writing. I personally started journaling and writing a little bit more poetry and my chem teacher pointed this out and I thought it was super cool. She said that if people look back on this time, they could use personal accounts kind of as like a primary document, which is kind of an interesting way of looking at it. So I thought that was super duper cool. Oh yeah, one of my teachers is actually forcing us to like keep a journal for homework. So for every entry, we have to attach like a news article and then we write about the news article or any of our like daily activities, our feelings about it and stuff like that. And I feel like the news article thing is kind of cool because it's like we do it like every day. So when you attach a news article, it kind of shows you like the progression of what's happening. It kind of puts in more perspective of like how your feelings change as the news changes in a way. And maybe this is kind of like a more unorthodox idea of writing, maybe write some fun fanfic or something like that yeah like if you want to write a super indulgent wattpad fanfic you go for it like write about whatever wild story you want you can write about robots and make it terrible but you're doing it yeah just follow your dreams and do what you want because why not (laughs) 
Our next hobby recommendation is gardening, which might be a little hard if you don't actually have this stuff because you can't really go out to like a plant shop and buy it. But if you do have anything that's like remotely related to it, it could be really cool to learn because like gardening is not that easy because you can't just like pour water on a plant and then it'll grow. Like there's a bunch of small things. And even if you don't physically have the plants, you could just do the research and prepare for when self-isolation ends and then you can actually execute everything. Yeah, personally, gardening isn't really for me. I'm the opposite of a green thumb, so I don't know what that would be. A brown thumb? (laughs) You're a brown thumb? A yellow thumb. I managed to kill a cactus at some point, and after that, I kind of gave up on ever doing any gardening. So yeah, just a heads up. If you want to take up gardening, it's pretty difficult, but definitely really rewarding if you know how to do it. Maybe I just don't know what I'm doing. So that could also be a possibility. Yeah, it seems so straightforward because you're like, plants grow outside, so why can't they just grow in my room? But it's not that easy. Our next hobby option is to invent a board game. I'm actually like personally kind of a board game nerd because I love playing those like super strategic board games where you spend like hours trying to figure it out. And I've actually wanted to do this for a while. So if you have the time... You can definitely invent a board game and make it one of those crazy ones where there's a bunch of rules and a bunch of little tiny intricacies. I mean, I personally made board games for classes and those are always like super duper basic. So I feel like it would be kind of fun to take on the challenge of making something more complex and, you know, hard. Along with that, we said that you could just do puzzles. And this is pretty straightforward, but if you have any leftover puzzles and go for like the thousand piece puzzles because you have a few days Yeah, actually, I haven't done any puzzles this break, which is really surprising because I love doing puzzles. So I'm definitely going to try and do one tomorrow, hopefully. All my puzzles in my house, like, disappeared. I don't know what happened, but I was like, I'm going to do a puzzle, and then I realized I don't have any. Yeah, wait, literally same. I can't seem to find any of the time-consuming and difficult puzzles that I used to do when I was younger. I only found this, like one really easy puzzle I used to do with my little sister when she was like three. So I'm definitely gonna ask my parents and hope that they're around here somewhere. Oh yeah, you guys can also do like online puzzles if you don't have any, which are kind of more annoying, but like last resort options. Okay, I've tried the puzzle apps before and I got really irritated because they always reset, or at least the ones I tried. So I definitely recommend doing like a coloring book app and then our last like hobby option is to embroider or crochet or knit this is something that i personally have been really looking forward to doing because i started embroidering like over the summer and i haven't actually embroidered at all since and i embroidered on my backpack so my hope was that i could just slowly keep adding stuff on my backpack and then it would be like full of little flowers and stuff and i've been looking through my closet to find stuff to embroider but if you have any just like plain t-shirts or even t-shirts that have designs and then you can border like little colorful designs on it. I saw that and that's super pretty. Okay, not gonna lie, I kind of forgot people like knitted and crocheted, but then I was going through my sister's old things and then I found her like old knitting and crocheting kit. So I kind of want to like start learning how to knit and crochet because I feel like that'd be a fun pastime. Okay, so we've come to the more unorthodox part of our video where we give like the non-conventional recommendation. So the first one we have is to cut or dye your hair. So obviously you have to do a couple things before you like 
take a scissor and just start snipping. Um, if you want to cut or dye your hair, like, you have to be okay with the fact that it might not go the way you're gonna expect it to go because, like, there's a really big chance of you messing up at home. And you also have, like, the proper equipment. So that means, like, buying the proper bleach for your hair or, like, getting proper hair scissors because if you use regular kitchen scissors, it could, like, really, really mess up your hair <laughs> because you don't have, like, the same control and it, like, isn't sharp enough to cut through your hair. There's a YouTuber, his name's Brad Mondo, and he's been making, like, videos teaching you how to do like the basics of cutting and dyeing and I definitely recommend because he's like a professional hairstylist and yeah he gave some like really good tips and they make sense. I actually watched one of his videos like a few days ago. It wasn't the dyeing one, it was just the cutting one because my hair got super long and right before break, like two weeks before, I kept saying I want to cut my hair, I want to cut my hair because all of it was like dead. So I watched his video and he was like, he told you to like section it in different parts and then use like fancy cutting scissors. Honestly, I just took kitchen scissors and I split my hair in two and I just snipped it off. But you know, do what you want. Hair grows back. And the next thing you could do is like try to support your local businesses, whether that be like ordering takeout or just finding a way to like give them some sort of income because a lot of like the smaller businesses are really suffering right now since everybody's in self-quarantine. Yeah, this option might be hard because I know some people are also losing their jobs so they don't have the money to support other businesses. But if your family still has their source of income, it is good to just support local businesses and allow them to keep their income too. And gift cards is a really good way because it's a lot safer and you can order gift cards online so that you don't have to be in like physical contact with anybody, but you're still supporting it and then you get your food later because you're probably going to end up buying food from there anyways. I haven't personally been able to support a lot of local businesses because like the area in which I live in it has a high number of cases right now so my parents are being extra cautious like right now but before the self-quarantine in my area was like heavily reinforced I like went out and got takeout from some local businesses so if you still have the means to do so like it would be amazing if you could. So the next unconventional idea we had is fostering an animal. You'd obviously need like parental approval and supervision to do this because you need to buy supplies and like receive online training and forms and all that fun stuff. I know a lot of animal shelters in our area um, have a lot of people like trying to go and foster animals so that they have like a safe place to live. Yeah, I feel like fostering a pet is such a good idea and it's important that if you can't foster a pet, please don't just adopt a pet and just go for it. Adopting a pet is a huge decision and it's something that you need to live with for a very long time because you're taking care of like another life and you don't want to make that a rash decision. And if you have like no experience or if you, can't, if you don't have the means to do it, don't take on that responsibility. So I do think fostering a pet is a really good idea. Another one of our options, which is kind of one of our quirkier options, is to try to learn how to do a backflip. I wouldn't recommend this if you don't know how to do like a cartwheel or anything, but if you have the time and if you have like a mat or something, this could be a good time just to keep on going and trying to get your backflip. This is not really a backflip, but I just realized that Snapchat has like the self timer in which you could take a photo of yourself in midair or something. So I've been trying to like do splits and some other cool acrobatic stuff. So yeah, if you guys are not up for a backflip quite yet, you can try doing something fun with that. Another one of our options is to learn how to cry on command. 
Um, this might not be relevant if you're not, like, an actor or someone going to, like, theater or something, but learning how to cry on command could be a cool party trick. So if you guys listen to our podcast episode, Television Talks, I talked about how I've developed, like, a new interest in filmmaking and, like, acting. So I've been trying to learn how to cry on command, and it's actually really, really hard. It's so much harder than I expected it to be. So if you guys have any tips, like, please send them my way because I'm struggling. Like, I literally have not been able to do it yet. Our last quirky option is to make a time capsule. Um, if you have, like, a home or something, you can just dig up a hole in your backyard and throw a box in the ground. So this would be cool also because we're in, like, a pandemic time. So it's kind of, like, recording what happened now for, like, later generations to see. But you can just throw in any of your, like, memorable stuff into the time capsule and just like a little portion of what's happening right now. So you obviously don't need to actually bury it unless you want to, but I feel like having a time capsule can be like a good way of just documenting like what exactly was going on in your life at this point in time, like during quarantine. I think a lot is gonna change after this and I feel like it's gonna be interesting like looking back on it. So kind of along the lines of journaling, I think it could be interesting to keep like a tab of things you've been doing yeah, on, like, a final note, this episode, we wanted to tell you, like, a bunch of small options of, like, different things you want to do if you have the time and resources to do so, but we definitely know that this is a super rough time for everybody, so honestly, if you just feel like laying down, sleeping, or watching Netflix or something, definitely don't feel guilty for that. Don't feel guilty for not doing your homework or work right now, because this is a rough time, and we all need to just relax. And on that note, I hope everybody's staying safe and everybody's and their families are doing fine under the circumstances that we're in. And yeah, stay tuned for our next episode coming out this Sunday because I promise we'll post on time. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi, guys. This is Editing Allie. So thank you so, so much for listening to our podcast. I know... I said it during the podcast, but I just want to reiterate, I hope everybody's doing fine and everybody's families is doing okay, and I hope you guys continue to stay safe during this very difficult time. And on a slightly different note, we're going to start uploading on Wednesdays and Sundays at 8 p.m., and you guys should stay tuned for that. You should also follow our Instagram at underscore surviving to thriving. Thank you so, so much.